0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at LifeChurchUK.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to heaven is the title of this devotion. I hope you could say the same thing, and I'm sure you can. Heaven, for me, is as real, even more so, than Earth. And when you realize how big the universe is, then you can appreciate that it's easy for God to hide it from the human eye, that He can hide it away so that no man can find it except He who comes to Him through Jesus Christ. I am so grateful I know the way to heaven. I am so grateful that I know Jesus is the way to heaven and that that way to heaven is wide open for all who come to God through Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm so grateful. Friends, for me, heaven is so real. It is so real because of the different experiences I've had had that to me, it is as real as If you would say to me, uh, Pastor Robert, you're going to go to, okay, you're going to go to what, Los Angeles? Oh, yeah. Can you see it? No, I can't see it. Could you walk there? No, I couldn't walk there. Uh, Could you swim there? No, I couldn't. No, no. How are you going to get there? Oh, I'm going to get on the airplane, and 11 hours later, i land there, and I'm in Los Angeles. Well, how can you be sure if you can't see it? I know, I've been there many times. And so, my friends, how powerful heaven becomes when heaven begins to live in your heart. And heaven begins, the life of heaven begins to be revealed in your heart through Him who came from heaven and who went to heaven for us to prepare a place for us. And it truly is one of the marks of sons and daughters of God that we long for our heavenly home. We who are no longer strangers, but members of God's own household, citizens of heaven. There is this inner longing to go home, to be with our loving Heavenly Father. And like Paul would say in Philippians, he says, I am torn between the two to share the life of Jesus with you. I want to stay here. But on the other side, I know it's far, far better to be with the Lord. you read it in Philippians 1. I might pick that up later. But friends, it is a true sign of sonship, of being a son and a daughter of God, that you long for your heavenly home. It says here in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 16, but now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country, Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Oh, I love that song. I was listening to it today, and it just wells up with tears in me. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, that heavenly Jerusalem, that song is so phenomenal, so powerful. But, oh, dear friends, what an awesome thing it is that God is not ashamed to be Our God, because we long to be with Him in our heavenly home. Let me read it again. But now they, we who are born of God, who live by faith in Jesus Christ, desire a better, that is a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has prepared a city for them. You see, Jesus on the night, on the night that He was betrayed, He was right there with his disciples and he said to them here in John 14, the next morning he was crucified. He said to them, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you will be also." (coughs) Excuse me. Dear friends, I know why Jesus hasn't come yet, because He has prepared the place for me. Now that has many meanings. It has the meaning that He's coming to take me to Himself, yes. He says, so that where I am, you may be also. But it also means he's prepared a place for me. Listen closely. Is that he in heaven keeps revealing his heavenly life in me as I talked to you about yesterday. And that is the place I have in heaven. That is the place I have in heaven. You see, he keeps revealing in me his heavenly life. That is the place I have in heaven. And I carry this within my earthen vessel, this hope of eternal life as Colossians 1.29 talks about. I carry within this earthen vessel, this living hope, this, as Peter would say, I have been made alive through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for me, me who am being kept by the power of God unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last day when we will see Jesus. Oh, glorious, this inheritance, this sense of belonging, this sense of home, this sense of my destiny, is my heavenly home. And it's in me by the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, you know, he said, listen, I'll read it again here. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. Then he says here in chapter 16, verse 16, a little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me because i go to the father jesus said it won't be long it won't be long and you'll see me friend's time it just flips over it just disappears <laughs> i i was a young a young teenager only but yesterday and now i'm about to, in october i'll be 63 believe it or not and time just Ghost. When I was sitting by the bed of my dear father, Johann Masbach, such a beautiful man of God, he was about to go to heaven and he's laying on the bed. And I, I asked him a question and he shared with me something. I said to him, I said, Pa, what do you look for as your reward when you'll see the Lord? He opened his green eyes and looked at me. I said, not that he didn't look upset or whatever. I said, is that a strange question, dad? He said, yes. I said, why? He said, what greater reward than to be called the son of God? And then he said, do you see that amarella there? Amarella is a big bulb and out of it come these stems, big stems and these beautiful flowers. And there was one sitting right there. And I looked and I said, yeah. He said, that's life, son. You get sown, you grow, and you've got to go. And you, you, you get sown, you grow, you blossom, and you've got to go. And he said, you got to go. In other words, I've got to go. And friends, he didn't say it in this sense of resentment. No, he was completely looking forward to go to his heavenly home, to leave behind. I was preaching a little later in Slovenia and my mother called me and she said, do you have a minute? I said, yes, I just came out of the meeting. I'm in my room putting my Bible down. She said, well, son, I'm looking at your daddy's traveling clothes. He left them behind. And she said, I thought I'd let you know. We'll let you know over the next day when the Thanksgiving service will be, I said, okay, mom, I'll come as soon as I can. I'm just preaching in Slovenia. She said, wonderful, I'll be praying for you. I said, thanks, mom, I love you. And I kneeled down, I will not forget it. I kneeled down in the room there, in that little bitty room. I kneeled down and I said, Lord, I wanna live for heaven alone. You see, friends, God wants us to carry that heavenly home in our heart. That is what it means. I am prepared for this. I am prepared for this because here in Second Corinthians, okay, and, and I know this can feel a bit deep, but it is honestly as simple as can be. Look at verse 16. I mean, in verse 7, it says, We have this treasure of this heavenly life of Christ in this earthen vessel, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of ourselves. He says, always in verse 10, caring about in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. He says that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh, verse 10 and 11. Then in verse 16, Therefore, we don't lose heart, even though the outward man is perishing, this body is perishing. Yet, look at it, the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction of living in this dying body, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. To have to give up this earthly life for the glory of eternal life, for the heavenly life. Come on, it's incomparable is what he's trying to show you. And he says, listen now, we know, chapter 5, verse 1 of 2 Corinthians, that if our earthly house, this body, this tent is destroyed, we know we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. That's what it means, Jesus has prepared a place for me. What what does that body look like, Pastor Robert? It is like white garments. So yes, it will look like you in white garments, radiant with the light of the life of the Son of God, where you cannot see the mortal flesh because all you can see is the glory of the life of the Son of God. It looks like the mortal body, but it is a heavenly body and it is a holy body. It knows no blemish, no spot, no wrinkle. It knows no condemnation no shame or guilt. It is the beauty of holiness by which we are clothed in heaven as the reward of our faith. And we will be in that heavenly body until we come back with Jesus to this earth where our natural body as a seed is awaiting. Now we know the seed dies, the seed itself does not come forth, but the life that comes forth out of that seed is a new life. And so our natural body, this body of sin is like a seed in the earth. And when we come back with him, the Lord will give us a new body on this earth that is wholly subject to this holy heavenly life. It wholly embodies this holy heavenly life. It is not the other way around where we are constantly afflicted with the dying of the natural body as he talks about here, where we suffer the pains of the natural sin body. But we live in authority over it now, but dying to it through the power of Christ's death and by partaking of his living life in us. But then... We receive a new body that's no longer a body of sin, but a body that embodies that holy, heavenly life we have with him. And we shall reign with him on the earth and so forth. But listen, he says, now, when our earthly body, this tent is destroyed, we have, we know we have a building not made with hands eternal in the heavens and this for in this we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed with our heavenly habitation which is from heaven if indeed having been clothed we shall not be found naked he says if when we're clothed it is fully manifest that we are sons and daughters of god for we who are in this tent grown, being burned, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed that mortality may be swallowed up with life. We're not, we're not gonna be bodiless saints. No, my friends. We're gonna be saints clothed with holiness, with heavily blameless, holy garments, white as snow. Oh, the Bible talks about it now. He who prepared us for this very thing, 2 Corinthians 5.5, 5, is God. <clears throat> and He has also given us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee that this is already ours. That that place prepared in heaven is already ours because we feel that place now by the Spirit in us. So we're always confident knowing that while we're at home in this body... We're absent from the Lord in heaven, for we walk by faith and not by sight. But we are confident, yes, well pleased, rather, to be absent from this body and to be present from the Lord. So we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to Him. Now, come on, friends. I'm going to heaven. How about you? And I live in that constant knowing that I'm ready, prepared all that he has for me. And I know that while I'm still in this body, I'm here to serve him. Amen. Have a good day.